Hello and welcome to PMU Unfiltered. If you're not sure what you're listening to, this is a permit to make a podcast. Yeah, that's right. We're out here tattooing people's faces. So if you're new to the industry, if you're a veteran to the industry, come with me on my journey through permanent makeup because we're keeping it real, we're keeping it raw, and most of all, we're keeping this PMU unfiltered. This episode, we interview Sherry May Cosmetics. She tells you all of her lip blushing tips and tricks. Stay tuned to the end for some big announcements. Hello, hello, and welcome back to PMU Unfiltered. I am so excited to bring our guest on here today. She is the queen of a lip blushing technique. I am obsessed with Sherry May Cosmetics. Hi, Sherry. Hey, girl. Thank you so much. The queen. Okay, I'll take it. Take it. Take it. Wear that crown, baby. That's what's up. So, of course, we have been following each other for so long, and I know I'm high-key obsessed with you. I haven't been shy about it. Liking every photo, commenting on everything. I, I just, I don't understand how you get the pixelations in each one of your lip blushes. Like, mine never look like that, no matter how hard I try. What is it? Is it the technique? Is it the pigment? Like, what is it that separates you? I see your stuff pop up on my IG, and I know it's your work immediately. Aw, thank you so much. Well, to be honest with you, I think definitely a huge part of it is technique, for sure. Listen, I saw lip blush, and when it wasn't really popular, I was in permanent makeup already, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm obsessed. This is something I need to learn, and I just became obsessed with it. I think it absolutely has a lot to do with the technique that I do do. It's a procedure. Listen, does it take a little while to do? Absolutely. You take your time. I always say like slow and steady wins the race. And I think that's really a big part of it as well as far as how my results come into play. And my healed work just comes back beautiful. So a lot of times my clients don't even need you know a touch up. Is it great to do? Absolutely. Of course, I want to see them come back and I want to see these healed results for my picture. But I do think technique is huge. Same, same, me too. So before we jump into so much more, I have so many questions about lip blush, and I know you do so many other things. You do it all, eyeliner, lash line enhancement, I should say, and um, as well as brows. But please do tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you come into permanent makeup? So I actually got started with permanent makeup when I first got my eyebrows done. I'm very, very honest with clients that when I first got my eyebrows done, I didn't know anything about it. Actually, one of my best friends showed me a picture on Instagram and I'm like, what is this? So I started following a bunch of different artists. I decided to make an appointment for myself and I got my eyebrows done. I got microblading. Again, very honest. I remember looking in the mirror and I go, hmm, okay. I wasn't wow excited. I went back. What what a a, like a letdown though. No, it was, but I'm, I'm honest with everybody. I remember looking in the mirror and I can honestly say, I looked in the mirror and I thought to myself, wow, I can't believe I just paid $600 for this. I went back six weeks later and I am a client myself that has extremely oily skin. Mm -hmm. I always, you know, make the joke that, listen, you could fry a French fry onto my face by five o'clock. No joke. Okay. (laughs) She's like, oh my gosh, we need to do machine on you. I said, okay, great. So I'm laying there, does machine. I'm still laying on the bed. She hands me the mirror and I literally was like, oh my God, I was upset. I said, stop it. Is this me? What? 
I walked out of there down the hallway like, oh, my God, look at me. I stopped yep. in the bathroom. I said, oh, shit, let me see my profile. I was obsessed, obsessed. I said, I have to make people feel like this. Oh, my gosh. I felt so good and so confident that I said, okay, sign me up. How am I going to give people this same feeling? Because before, what I was doing is I was a mom. I'm, I have three kids. And I was a bartender. And I, said, I mean, that, well, that's I a hustler's mentality, though. You know, like you already had that like hustler mentality in you where it's like every day you wake up, you you go to crush it. I think that translates really well into like getting into a PMU career. Like if you've got that like hustler mentality and you like you like people. I mean, I think most bartenders I come across like they're, they're, they're people, per, people persons. So oh my gosh, um, yeah, I love to talk yeah. to everybody, made friends yep. with everybody. But there were yep. times I definitely was sitting there thinking, Okay, Sherry, what are you going to yeah. do? Are you going to be bartending at your 60 or is mm-hmm. a 20-year-old going to come and replace you? So I knew I needed to do something else. Did I love my job? Absolutely. But did I want more? Of course. And as soon as I had that feeling, I said, this is it. So yep. that sort of jump-started my career. I mean, now listen, I'm almost four years in and about $30,000 later in education, and I wouldn't change it for the world. It has changed yep. my life changed my life. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And you know, what's like so funny. A lot of my listeners, they know that I am personally obsessed with machine work. I'm not a fan of the microblading and mostly because like I, I have a very similar skin type to you. And a lot of my clients have a similar, most people are just have a lot of oil production generally right. speaking and all the products that they're using on their face daily and treatments that they're doing, the facials and whatnot. Yeah. really just doesn't yield the long-term satisfying results that machine yeah, it's, does. It's so, definitely not for all skin types, for sure. Yeah. Do you, do you find yourself trying to flip most of your microblading clients over to powder ombre? What do you call it? Powder ombre in your studio? I actually just refer to it as a powder brow. But mm-hmm. what I find is that in permanent makeup industry, we as artists know all the different terminology, but clients, for the most part, they still just hear this word microblading and yeah. they'll show me a picture of a powder slash ombre brow, but they're like, yeah, I want microblading, but they yep. don't know that's what it is. So I just find that really it's the term for them that they know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I do find a lot of clients like myself, listen, I have thicker skin. I have big pores. I have very oily skin. So the machine was just great for me, and I became obsessed. So I find that there's not too many clients that I just do straight microblading on because it isn't for everyone. You know, it's just them knowing that term, and that's kind of where we just kind of flip them, and that's where we get into talking about their skin and what's going to be best for them and really the look that they want. And nine times out of ten, when they say natural – the powder ombre is still very natural because it's just creating that soft shadow behind their brow. So it does look It's what natural. they want. Exactly. And the best part about getting into powder brows, like out the gate, or if you're out there microblading and you're listening to this and you're like, oh, what's next for me? Uh, you know, picking up the machine is really that next step. And when you do pick up the machine and maybe you move over to eyebrows because you, you're already doing banging shapes with the brows, but you can move into lips. And did, Sherry, you started doing brows and you moved into lips, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how did you, how did you come to like being this like lip master? Like, I, like how did that happen? <laughs> that, how did that flip happen? Where oh, like, the, whole page, so the whole page is just like <laughs> juicy lips. I'm like, oh, I'll take a pair of those. I'll take a little oh, that set, you know? <laughs> like, okay. Like, well, so how I mean, did you come to lips? 
honestly, okay, so I was I was seeing lip blush come up on my feed and being in permanent makeup. That's kind of all I started looking at. And lips are gorgeous, guys. I know. Girls, whoever, okay, it's they're so fun beautiful. To use a color, right? Yeah, and they're there. they're just like sensual. It's a sexy part. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. listen, yeah, the colors. Not that brows are bad, but they're just like browns. We have pinks, red. Oh my gosh, all these beautiful colors and lip gloss, and they just they're sexy. In my eyes, that's how I look at it. It's just sexy. When you're talking to people, you're, you know, you're looking at their lips, you're watching them talk, and it's just something I became obsessed with. And I said, okay, I have to learn this technique. And boom, just took off with it. Your favorite lip color mix, and how many drops do you typically find yourself using on a client? Because I think a lot of people, they don't even know where to start. And, I, I, you know, baseline for a lot of my listeners out there that are newbies, don't out the gate go go ta- start tackling like people with like scars on the lips or you know dark lip neutralization. Really right. start with your ideal client because that's going to set you up for success. So generally speaking, what is your favorite lip color mix for an ideal client? I mean, I have been really obsessed with lately um, is using. Well, I do use the Mara pigments. I am a Mara Pro artist. Um, Brownie Pink is a huge one. I love using Lollipop. And I like to add a drop of either like raspberry or dark strawberry just to really brighten it up. To be honest with you, that is probably one of my favorite color mixes right now. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as drops go, I really range between a total of like 15 to 18 drops per client. And I just mix a little and then see how I like that on a cotton round, just kind of spread it out, see how it's going to look, and even just swab it like on the client's lip to show them. But a little bit of like the brighter colors, like the raspberry and the dark strawberry, you really only need a drop or two because they a little bit does go a long way. Can, can you explain to everyone why you need a high value color in the lip pigmentation? Why brownie pink or lollipop alone just isn't a correct formula mix? Well, I feel like a lot of times people or clients, you know, will come in and be like, I just want it supernatural. I want it. And of course, even though they're going to walk out with it bright, it's going to heal natural. But if you're going with something that is almost too natural without a little bit of value in it, what are they paying for? They're yeah, going to come back I agree. And, and have these lips that are like, well, I can't really see a difference because, listen, they're a little nervous. but. I show people my lips all the time. I had my lip blush done. I love it. I'm obsessed. It's, I have my brows done too, but I definitely am obsessed with my lips. But you need a little bit of, you know, color in there. You do need a, that added value um, to really just bring out your natural lips. Yeah, just enhance it a little bit. Where if you go too natural, there's nothing there and what did they pay for? And I feel like that's more of a disappointment for them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, it, it can be difficult when you're first starting out that you do have to walk that client back off the ledge when they sit up. The lips are a little swollen. They're looking at these, like, big, juicy-like things, and you're just like, look, everything's going to fade. You have to, like, talk them down a little bit. But you really know what's best, and being a professional, the more confident you are in explaining all of that, the more the client's going to trust you. Right. I mean, you really have to trust the process, and having your clients come back and healed results and you being able to see those healed results is really going to help you as an artist, you know, 
yep. in your future clients, being able to explain that to them. And listen, I started out there too, where I said, oh, you know, at first I said, I know this is what I'm being told and this is how it's going to come back. But it's scary at first. But as soon as I did it, I go, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. My clients, they're healing so much faster than brows. The lips do heal a lot faster. And that color, you know, within the first week, they're seeing almost what that color is going to look like, depending on their fit scale, of course. I'm saying like mm-hmm. this one, if it's three here, um, are coming back with just a gorgeous color on their lips. They're messaging me and saying, oh, my gosh, I love them so much. Thank you. It's just that little pop of color, and they're only wearing lip gloss or a chapstick. You know, I I actually got a message from someone not too long ago on my IG that I did her lips over a year ago. She said, oh, my gosh, I just wanted to tell you I was at Ulta, and one of the girls that works there asked me, what lipstick are you wearing? And she said, none. It's tattooed. She's like, I still get so many compliments. It looks so good. I can't thank you enough. And I love it. That's what people are really looking for, you know? For sure. For sure. And it's so funny because I was such a brow girl when I first started. And the better and more comfortable I got at doing lips, the more I was so excited to give it to people. Yes. You know, they would, they yes. would come down, they would lay down, and I'd be doing the brows. I'm like, girl, these lips need a little bit of love. And you right? know, I do. <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah. And yes, I split, I I'm it. sure I'm sure you kind of flip a little bit the other way. You have to flip your lip clients over to brows, but I flip most of my brow clients over to lips. They come back, you know, they sleep on it for about eight months or so. Yeah. But um you know, you just have to stay in the back of someone's head and always keep a line of communication open. You know, it's it's you know, it's, that's business, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And as far as, you know, lips lips go, I for clients, their biggest it's like, well, what color? It's going to look best. I think because when, if you have pigment bottles out, the biggest thing is that can be a little scary or intimidating for a client because they're so bright and vivid in those bottles versus what they actually feel like and look on the skin. But once you just start talking to them and you're confident in explaining how the color is going to look on them and how it's going to fade and how beautiful it's going to look, they're like, okay, sign me up. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, let's get to more like tips and tricks that I know people yeah. are dying to hear because I I mean, lips are hard. I you know, these but <laughs> uh, you know, it's just a it's a different like the plush and the stretch is awkward, you're all up in someone's mouth, like you're not really talking to them. Like I, it it was a lot for me to get through. Now I love doing it, but I know some of my my more beginner listeners are just like lips are very but they're intimidated and I, I I feel I feel the pain. So yeah. how do you like to map your lips? How do you set your sessions up for a successful like you just nail it? Where does that start? So for me personally, now I don't think that there is a co- one specific way, like this is the only way to do something versus, you know, another way, like my way is the right way and that way is the wrong way. So what I, because I've tried many different math, uh, mapping methods, but what honestly works best for me is regardless if it is um, a color correction, like a neutralization, or it's just working on a fits one, fits two client is I actually always outline with a red pencil and I start with my client laying down. So I start with my client laying down and that is where I start mapping their lips. I do explain to them that I do use a red pencil. That's not going to be the color of their lips, but it just is more of a stencil for me so I can see it. Again, I did say I am 40, so I need (laughs) a very like black and white sketch. Yeah. 
So once I, you know, my eyes aren't the best, I do use magnifiers when working. So I, you do. I do. I use magnifiers all the time. I can't work without magnifiers, to be honest with you. You know, so. guys, that's a really great tip that um, I haven't mentioned, actually. If if you want to go and get some readers and get some magnifiers, it's it's great. It's super helpful. It just zooms you in closer to your to your work, and you can really see that that outline when you're pushing that super small one needle. So if you feel like you're not seeing things clearly, um, or your light isn't too bright enough, or you're like really up on someone's face, go get magnifiers. It's a great like trick. Oh yeah, absolutely. I actually to just touch on that for a second. I did do um, one of my girlfriends who um, is a permanent makeup artist as well. She's actually Stellar PMU um, on Instagram. I did her lip blush, and after I did it, she said that the next one she did, she actually used her magnifiers, and she got better results. So well, if anybody is struggling, that could be something that you might just be missing. It could be something as simple as that. Yeah. Um, but as far as, again, my mapping goes, I do use the red pencil. Once I'm done with the red pencil, I'll actually have my clients sit up. I look at them. There are times where I take a picture. If I see something might be a little off and I can look at it in the picture just to make sure everything looks good with my symmetry. And then I will go around with either concealer or a white pencil. Um, I don't really have a rhyme or reason to why sometimes I use a concealer and why sometimes I use a pencil. It's just whatever I feel like that day, to be honest with you. Once that's finished, I'll have them look at it. I won't start anything until they're happy with the shape and I'm happy with the shape. Yeah. And um, I, I find that I'm more picky than my, my clients. Are oh, you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, of course. One, of one course. side of the lip is always going to be straight and one side is always going to be curved. Always. Yep. I feel like. Always. You know, I don't even want to say nine times. I would say 10 times out of 10, that's always going to be the case. So it's kind of just balancing out that symmetry. And that's your job as the artist. Your client really doesn't see those little things that we see. And that's our job to just kind of perfect everything. Um, I've been actually meaning to ask you this. Do you powder your outline, like just like a little shade? Or do you actually like line it? Powder as far as like setting a translucent powder after I have my sketch? Well, I know you pow I know you powder right. guys. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna use a translucent powder, like either like mix or like elf is fine and it's it's white. And after you put this like very kind of wet concealer all over the face and, and the um red lipstick, you're just gonna like pop, 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 pop some like translucent powder from uh with a, a clean cotton round and then don't double dip the cotton round back into the translucent powder because no. we have to keep things sanitary. So I mean sometimes clients have herpes, so we don't want to keep transferring that and then putting it in the palette. Ugh, you guys feel me. Yeah. Um but what I was saying is when you outline, do you just kinda like do a little powdery outline for the lip with like Oh, needles? okay, as far as my outline. Or are you like are you like a solid liner? So I am a solid liner, but mm -hmm. with that being said, I have been told that I am very soft-handed. Like, I don't have mm -hmm. a heavy hand. Doing a soft, powdery outline is something that I have to actually notice myself go back over and go back over mm -hmm. or do a little bit of pointillism. So for me personally, staying in the skin and working slow and soft is what works best for me. So I'll yeah. do small sections, like a half-inch section at a time. I do take a Q-tip with a little bit of uh, the green soap, and I will pull it down into their mouth, just or over that line, but coming down into their mouth, not going up towards their cheek, just to make sure I'm seeing that line in this to make yeah. sure I'm seeing the pigment in the skin. 
Yeah, so what Sherry's saying is that when she's wiping her outline to do like all these little checkpoints to make sure she's entering the skin, you're gonna wipe into the mouth. Otherwise the red gets like so smudgy all over the face and, mm -hmm. and you're you're not doing yourself a, a, a service by being able to see the outline. So you so you roll the cotton or you know, Q tip into the lip. And that's a great way yeah. to check your outline. A little tip. Yeah. Um, okay, what's your favorite needle cartridge? What what uh what sizes are you using? What's your go-to's? What do you like to play around with? What's the deal? So when I first started, I was only using a 0.25 one round long uh one round liner long taper quadrant. It was my go-to. Um I use that for everything. Um I've also you know changed my speed, but that's that's still one that I do use all the time. Um I have used the 0.30 uh, round liner, long taper. And now I actually have just recently tried um, one of Anna's or the Mara PMU um, needles, which is going to be the 0.1, yeah, 0.18 uh, round, no, three round liner, um, which I find is really nice. It's giving me really good coverage. Um, it's not, I don't want to say it's not taking as long, it's just more saturation faster than doing the entire procedure using a one round liner. So I just started using that. I haven't had healed results come back with it yet, but I'm really confident in my technique that I believe they're gonna come back beautifully. Yeah, when you guys are starting to like, just up your needle sizes just a little bit, you do need a little bit more pressure, but not so much with the three, that's still really sharp and tiny, mm -hmm. um, but you'll, you'll just be able to cover a little bit more. Um, yeah, I think, I've been messing around a little bit with the mags, and I think they're really fun, but I have to say if I were to pick, like, a cartridge I really just love to use, I, I, I like a really small 3RL also. You do? Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, the, I – no, go ahead. Go ahead, girl. No, no, it's just the the one is, like, just kills me to know I'm, like, working with a one like on, on such a big section i'm just like here we go i know later. i feel like I a spongebob clock like just like turning yeah. yep well and yep. that's what i i hear a lot listen i see amazing results with mags i see amazing results with so many different needle configurations it's one of those things that i think that there are definitely more than just one way to get to a gorgeous result it's i just know what works for me now um does it mean that I don't want to like experiment with other needle configurations. No, I absolutely do. It's just right now, this is what's working for me. And this is the results I'm getting are amazing. And I'm like loving my life. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I, we just have to remember that like permanent makeup, like it is, it is fine art. It's very fine and it is art. So, you know, these are like really great like tips and tricks, but at the end of the day, this is art and people use so many different types of mediums to create different pieces of artwork. Like you see pieces of artwork and it's a whole portrait, but then you get up close and you find out it's a whole bunch of pennies, you know? So there's so many different ways of getting the end result. Does yeah. that make sense? Did I, did I veer too, too far off? Am I in my own head? Oh my gosh, not at all. It's like, you no. know, think of it as a, a math equation. Like there's more than one, one, one way to, you know, get to the answer. So exactly, exactly. Um, you know, when you find something that works for you, like just rock it, rock it, get yeah. those field results back. And um, especially when you're a beginner, like don't, don't just like willy nilly all over the place. I think it's really right. good to just like hone in and stay focused. Um, 
let's see. Okay, so what do you think is the most important part after you said, I mean, you spent an exorbitant amount of money on training. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I think I have to. I, I, I just refuse to do the math. I think it's Well, I'm like almost four years in, so yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think is like the most important part when you're looking at training? Like what is so important to you? You're like, yes, that person knows what they're talking about. I'm going to walk away with some like real amazing tools in my, in my pocket to kill it. Like what's good training to you? So now the very first thing that I want to see in a training is that I'm actually getting to work on a model. And that mm-hmm. means that I have that model, not that I'm sharing a model, not that I'm just watching, you know, the instructor work on a model. Like, I need hands-on. That is the way that I learn, and that's one thing that I look for. Now, I'm putting that on top of the fact that I want to make sure, you know, I am loving their IG, that I'm actually loving that instructor's work, not just like, oh, I Googled a training and I get a model. Like, I need to see their work, their healed results. But working with a model and also fundamentals, like I need to learn everything that I'm, that's going to start my, help me start my career. I need a week-long training, not just a two-day training. I don't feel like you really get enough information in two days versus if you're going for a five-day course. And you know what, you know what, for me, like some of the issues with the two day trainings are, which, which are great, you know, if that's all you have the capacity for to take off of work or right. only, you're, you're only interested in a browse, like, you know, so be it, that's fine. But when you do a fundamental training, like a five day course or something like that, and you bang out browse, lift and liner, like you're good, like you're ready to go. And then you get to take those master classes of just that brow masterclass course, just that lip course of someone you've been like really drooling over. So I think, I think the fundamentals is just like, that's so dope to do, you know? Well, that's honestly what changed my career. I was in permanent makeup for about a year and a half. And then I took a fundamentals and I was working two jobs until I did do that. And then once I took that fundamentals, even though I already had training under my belt, it literally changed everything for me. It was mm-hmm. such a, just a huge turn for me where I felt so confident in my work, so confident in what I learned and everything that I walked away from in the training, as far as like my kit goes with machine pigments, I felt like I had everything I needed in order to make this my career. So for all my amazing listeners out there, um, if you're not following Sherry already, it's Sherry May Cosmetics, right? Is that it? Is that your IG handle? That's it. Um, Her work is so dope and so flawless. I mean, a true perfectionist, fully obsessed. (laughs) But, But on that note, like, it's been such a pleasure meeting someone who is so passionate about doing the right thing in this industry. And that's what led us to deciding that we want to collaborate and actually do a five-day fundamental for you guys here in New York City. And we are offering a five-day fundamental. Sherry's going to be leading up Lip Blush, obviously. I'm going to be there, too. And then she's also going to be leading Lash Line Enhancement, which is so beautiful and so simple and a really easy service to be able to give people. So oh easy to tell. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be leading brows, and it's just going to be a collab beauty fest, five day fundamentals. We're offering two dates, March 23rd to 27th. That's five days with us, guys. 
you're you're gonna walk out of there like locked and loaded and then april 19th through 23rd so be on the lookout on our igs we're gonna have info there for you guys to sign up and if you're microblading right now this is dope this is a dope opportunity guys five days to get that machine in your hands i mean how how good is the kit we have together oh my gosh it's incredible i mean machine pigments tools for taking for photos editing your it's everything that we use it's, it's everything that we use everything we need everything that we use oh my gosh it's all of our favorites all of my favorites i can't i couldn't teach somebody without giving them all my favorites it's something that you need to have in your kit so if you yeah. are out there and you are microblading and you want to take the you know the next step in your career this is it this and is it even even if you took a two-day ombre brow course and you're still just like you know, really sweating it out and you haven't even brought yourself off that latex moment or you've done like your mom or like your cousin that let you do it and you're like, nope, never again. This is still a fundamental course. This is very good for you. You're going to walk away with confidence and Sherry and I are going to be there for you long term. We fam now after the course. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, so Sherry, what do you, what do you think aside from like a really dope kit that we have available? What do you think sets us apart? from other people. I, I mean, I really don't know many people that have five-day fundamentals. There's very no, few really, people. There are very few people. Um, and for us, what's nice is, I mean, we're only a stay away. I'm in Pennsylvania, you're in New York. So I'm very excited to come and travel to you for it. Um, what I really think sets us apart is honestly combined, you and I, our knowledge is off the charts. We have so much knowledge, our techniques, putting them together. But also look at our backgrounds, Marlo. I mean, for me personally, like I said, before I got into this career, which changed my life, I was working as a bartender. So PMU, if you're looking to really change your life and your career and you have a passion for beauty, this is it. I agree. I mean, a lot of my listeners, they already know this. I was in advertising, sitting at a desk, you know, slamming my head against the keyboard. And th I mean, this is my calling. <laughs> like, yeah, this is it. Absolutely. I'm good. <laughs> like, I, I love it. I Me love too. making people feel beautiful. I love doing art every day. I like people. And um, you, you can't go wrong with getting into beauty. It's an ever-growing industry. It's only exploding. And especially high-priced beauty services. People want to pay for good work. Oh, absolutely. I mean, one thing for me is even on my website, the first thing you see when you click on my website, it says, confidence is the most beautiful quality one can possess. Find yours. And that is what I am so passionate about is just helping somebody with their confidence. And if it's brows are going to help them great. If it's lip blush, lash line, or another artist helping them with their confidence in their work, that is what I want mm -hmm. to do. And that is what I'm passionate about, making sure that they are getting everything that they need and that they are not leaving like a deer in headlights, but they feel confident that they can, you know, really put out quality work and also knowing that we will be there to support them. A hundred percent. I mean, there's so many, like, I know Sherry gets a lot of DMs about like, Hey, what do you think about this work? Like, Oh my God, how do you stretch the lip here? Like, you know, I don't know how to do this. And there's a lot of people out there panicking while they're working. You don't need to do that. Exactly. We're going to be there. A hundred percent. So pumped. New York City, baby, March yeah, girl. 23rd through 27th, April 19th through 23rd. We have two dates available right now for five-day fundamentals with us. I'm so pumped to slay. Um, I'm going to plug a little bit in right here. It will be in my new studio space. So I'm so excited oh, to do like, I can't wait. 
I'm pumped. I'm pumped. And um, okay, so let's leave these listeners off with one best tip, a lip tip, mm-hmm. uh, for anyone struggling with lips. What's like some of your best like bang bang tips? Slow and steady wins the race. Mm-hmm. Slow down. Slow mm-hmm. down. Take your time. I say I have like these three S's for me, and it's slow, small stretch, and just stay in the skin. Slow. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. So just take a step back. If you need to put your machine down for a second and just regroup and take a deep breath and then go back. Nobody says you have to have lip blush done in two hours, okay? I have had clients that I walk, they walk in the door at two o'clock and when they walk out the door at six o'clock, it's four hours long. There's, it's not a race. Take your time. It is, it is what it is. You're there. You've allotted the time to be there with the client. The client has allotted the time to be there. You both have nowhere else to be but there. Exactly. I mean, just take your time. And remember, this is a tattoo on someone's face. They deserve the best quality. So just take your time. You don't have to rush. And if you're unsure of something, reach out to another artist. Reach out to a mentor. Reach out to somebody that you might have a question about. Reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to, you know, help. Yeah, and guys, that's why I wanted to partner with Sherry on doing a collaborative course together because, I mean, two is always better than one. And if you need help with something, you guys know at Marlo Cosmetic Tattoo, I get your DMs all the time. Like, hit me up. It's good. Sherry's good people, too. You just hit her up. She'll tell you anything. We don't have secrets here. We're very open. You know, we're we're here for you guys. I mean, honestly, too, Marlo, that's how you and I started talking. Through Instagram, DM. Yep. You know, we just started, hey, how are you doing this with lips? And that's just how it all started. So I'm so excited about labbing with you. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. And what these students are going to get is, I mean, I wish I had that when I first started, honestly. Me too. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, God. I have to say that for, an, for another podcast of me bitching about my uh, my first training. I guess you could call it a training. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, one of those. One of those stories. <laughs> exactly. It's all good. Okay, guys, if you're not sharing, uh, following Sherry already, it's Sherry Nay Cosmetics. And then, of course, me, Marlo Cosmetic Tattoo. Thank you so much for listening at PMU Unfiltered. Sherry, thank you so much for tuning in and helping us out here. I'm excited to see you. I can't wait, girl. I'm so excited. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.